When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time it is 4:27 p.m. Pacific Standard. <laughs> I'm Io and I'm Olivia, and you're listening to Iconography, the podcast where Olivia and I invite on a guest to talk about someone who's an icon to them, and we ask the age-old question. Yeah, the oldest question in ever. Age. <laughs> Will this hey. person endure? Are they an icon, baby? Tell us. Let's talk about it. But before we get into these evergreen. People, we have to talk about the, the momentary, little chunks, the little, little morsel, the momentary stuff the, the, that's like in our lives right now. Yes, we talk about our icons, and ours, 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 just, ours, just for us. Our icons of the week. Yes, Io, who's your icon of the week? Well, you know, my icon of the week is not a person. Oh wait. <laughs> This is funny because we just recorded one where uh-huh. I started with not a person. Yes. And we said, maybe the person should have gone first. Yep. And this time I do have a person. Uh-huh. But we're just going to roll. We're going to roll. Maybe this is what, this what, is is your what podcasting entity? is all about. Improv. <laughs> Improvisational <God. laughs> comedy. I spent a lot of time at UCB and I'm suffering for it. My icon this week is... Books. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Yes. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> bitch, I'm sorry. Books? Bitch, I'm. <laughs> All of them? <laughs> there are bad ones. Bitch, I picked up a book. I said, huh. Pretty good. I need you to. And then I picked up another book and I said, wait a minute. You can't say all this books are shit iconic. is hitting. Why not? Mine You're trying to kill the written word? Stop. Don't what? do that. That's Sorry, a, what? That's a, because you're doing a bad faith argument. I'm not. That there are tons argument of bad, is bad books. Faith. Yeah, but, I but also, it's good that books exist. Yeah, sure. They've <laughs> yes. existed for so long. Whatever. And they're going to keep existing because they rock. I think, I think, people, I think books. Should I do movies? Like what? If you, if that's how you feel, and it's I would not. say, and I would, sorry, and I would support. We're you. starting with a fight, even though we are all, all three of us are sitting here with a nice <laughs> cup of tea. We were like, oh, it'll be like a cozy episode, and immediately I and I start yelling at each because other because you're not an intellectual, because you're a because product of the U.S. government making the American people think that education is vile. So Guess you read what? that Alex Jones book? Is that what you're telling me? No, is that one of your iconic books. I haven't read one of those books, but I'll put it on my list. My list is growing every day. Sometimes I walk into a bookstore and I just write down names of books that I say, oh, I'm gonna read this. And guess what? I'll never read the book because there's too many books to read and it's impossible to read every single book. But I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to keep reading. I'm going to keep fighting the good fight. God, this is so crazy because mine books, is so books, just like normal. Books, books, that is like, we really should have just books, started with books, me. 
more people. Bugs, 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 bugs. I like the idiot. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm reading it right now. One of my favorite books. Yeah. I like my sister, uh, the serial killer. I like Outline, which I just picked up. I like the new Ocean Vong book. Oh, I, I just read that. Really good. Great. So looks like we do agree. Yeah. Well, oh, we have similar taste in books. Sometimes that's beautiful. Yeah. And sometimes of course, you meet people who have different tastes in books than you. But that is it's, true. That's also good. Yeah. Conversation. Books. Books, I'm not gonna books, join you in this. Books, no, books, don't, books, don't, books, don't. Books, no, books, no. This is books. I can't even like. Whoa! I can't even like. Do my outside. Whoa! Books, 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 books. You gave him a loophole. Whoa! This taxi driver just came in. Chant. Books, books, and books, books, books. Hey, I'm reading a book here. You shouldn't be reading a book in the street. That's how you get hit by a taxi. Hey, sorry. Oh, no, I shouldn't. Oh, I should have What book to is you. that man reading? Mein Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> so he deserved to get hit by a car, maybe. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll read it in the hospital. Oh, no. Man, sir. Oh, well. That's books for you. <laughs> and that is books for you. Olivia, who's your icon? Like, this is so fucked up because... <laughs> Because I was going to be like, oh, I watched Unstoppable the other day and I think Denzel Washington is a really good actor. Olivia. And so now, what? I also think Denzel Washington is I think a good actor. I was, okay, so I was, we don't have to fight. Have you, Okay. Truce? Do you want to shake hands? I feel, I always felt good. This is about, this is what about you need. This okay, is about we are what shaking you need. hands. We're so shaking as hands. long as you feel good, I've always, and I still stand by what I stand by. You know that's what I mean? That's great. I, okay, I think it's great that you think books are iconic. Thank um, you. I didn't mean to attack you. I just think it's very broad for something. You didn't that attack we, me. You just sound stupid. You sound like, <laughs> okay, so you sound now, dumb. So now I'm being attacked. <laughs> Have you seen Unstoppable? I'm helping you. Have you seen Unstoppable? Yes. Okay. Wait, is that the one with Clive Owen? No. What's the one with Clive Owen? Griffin, what's the one with Clive Owen? Inside Man. I love oh, no. Inside, Inside Man. Man. Inside Man, incredible. Yeah. Which one is Unstoppable? Unstoppable? Okay, Unstoppable. Here's the setup for Unstoppable. Chris Pine is a is a train conductor. Denzel Washington Duh. is a journeyman engineer. A train is on the loose in Pennsylvania. Yes, okay, here we the, go. The antagonist of the movie is a big-ass train yes. that has no one on yes. board. And yes. it's carrying a fuck ton of chemicals. And there's a curve in the, yes. <laughs> in the railway And track. if they can't do the curve, yeah, the yes, whole exactly. thing will come over and it'll anyway, be a big... Yes, um, yes, 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 yes. I was watching it and I was like, damn, th Denzel just like comes to work and delivers every single day. And that is commendable to me. Um... Now is he? He's in the taking of film one two three mm -hmm, mm -hmm. reboot as well. He with did Travolta, two right? Back to two back, back to back train, train movies. movies with the same director. Yeah, I love a train movie. And then um, would go on to do Flight, a plane movie. Yeah, a good plane movie. A great plane. John movie. Goodman in Flight, incredible, incredible, really good, really stellar. All movies that I've seen with my dad. Dads love movies where it's like. Denzel Isn't Washington it scary versus that, like travel. Okay, can I say dads go off for man versus machine? <laughs> Wait a second, I hear a noise coming from out on the street. It's faint, it's... but it sounds like unstoppable, 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 books, unstoppable, books, unstoppable, books, unstoppable, books, books. Wow, the people Damn. of New York truly have come together. Yes, the flag is going up <laughs> in New York. They're raising the flag. It's unity. The, the flag is the books a, a the giant book a on train tracks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The book and just can't stop. Okay. And someone has to climb on top of the, the book. Unstoppable. Oh, no, there's a big curve. Oh, no. <laughs> Chris Pine's family is there. Books famously can't bend. <laughs> this is a nightmare. I think get it. 
Books can't bend. Ugh. Well, he's already talked. So you, we should you introduce. invoked me. You yeah. asked no, me a question. No, I think it's good. I, I think was it's trying good to spoken. obey the rules. I'm a huge fan. I you didn't invoked me, but you also asked if you because you knew he would know what movie. I know. I did have to. I did have to phone re- a to, friend. Do we have to retruce? Do we have to retruce? I don't think we have to retruce. I don't think so either. I don't think we're <laughs> actually in a fight. I think we've never fought. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. No, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie, obviously. And. Hey, as a good, that's a good sign of a good friendship. Touch me. There will be more in the future. I love it. <laughs> Can't wait to spar. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a side. Oh, well. At the end of this episode, Olivia and I will get into a friendship ending fight. Pick a side. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag team Olivia or hashtag team IO. We'll be checking engagement. Are you a Craighead or a member of IO Nation? <laughs> <laughs> These are the two. Those are the two things. Yes. Do you remember um, when, like, peak, like in like 2007, when it was when like celebrity culture was different? That was the year I was in my coma. Okay. Well, listen. Here's what I'll tell you: is that uh, not for the reason you'd think? A big time when everyone was wearing like Team Angelina, Team Jennifer shirts. They sold them at like Kitson, which is really like a moment (laughs) in time. Anyway, we will be making those like Raglan T-shirts that say, "What is it?" Team IO. IO Nation. IO Nation. Or I'm a Craighead. I'm a Craighead. Yeah. I love it. And mine says, I'm a warrior of IO Nation. <laughs> so it's really long and it's really difficult to read. And probably your shirts will sell more because they're just better shirts. Yeah, sure. But that so is the thing. Of, you know, my name is a burden in a way. I will say when we are together, when our names are together, um, that's good because bless you. It's I Olivia. Yeah. Or Olivia. Olivia IO. Olivia. I Olivia really flows. I agree. They're complimentary names. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We match up on the vowel. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's okay. So that's why we don't say that. That's why one. we don't say that. Um, okay, and that sort of just makes you think about I don't know being a black body in this, <laughs> in this political atmosphere. Um, speaking of black bodies, Hells we got a weird yeah. Griffin <laughs> Newman in the house. Uh, Whitest body in the game. <laughs> Actor, comedian, host of Blank Check. Yes, yes. Uh, thank you so much for being. I, I'm such a big fan of the show. I, I'm really glad to have you on here because often we have guests who don't wear glasses, and I feel very bad for Olivia. <laughs> yes, so because it's... I, I am always like. <laughs> that's the only reason you're happy. Yeah, on here. finally, my culture sure. represented. I don't like you. No, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't get along we, at all. I feel, and, and it's not like a, an Io and Olivia Mm-mm. kind of thing. We Mm-mm. genuinely no, are you constantly. And I. Yeah. At odds. Yeah. DM each other very nasty, very nasty, very things. cruel things. Yes. yes. <laughs> We are happy. We are to very happy to have you. Oh, on. thank you! Such a pleasure. By the such time an honor. this comes out, we will have been on your podcast. Yes, mm-hmm. talking about Rachel getting married, having done the swap, and we were DMing the other day about uh, uh, Rachel getting married esque things happening in, mm, in the in culture. Society. Yes. Yeah. I was at um, a house in Connecticut the other weekend with like a lot of people, and I texted David because our dishwasher was very full, and I was mm. like, "I need more plates. I need more plates." Mm. He was like, "Damn." It's Rachel getting married season. That's nice. And then there was this thing where Amanda, Pete, and Sarah Paulson, yep. oh. who are best friends, of course, from yes. the Studio 60 and the Sunset Strip days. Of course. Lifetime friendships made on that show. Had some tearful kind of hugging. D.L. Hughley and I still text. <laughs> <laughs> I, who did you play on Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip? Um, a monitor. Oh, I cool. played one of the kind one of, of the prompters. Performance. Yeah. You're so good on that. By well, the way, I had to do PT yeah. for years after. Yeah. That really did the damage to my spine. That's a, a perfect example, though, of 
like a performance that I think didn't get enough credit because the writing was bad. Thank you. You know, yeah. where yeah. people couldn't see how much you were doing mm. with what you were given. Thank you. They were blaming you for no, the words. To, being it's, put hard, in your it's hard to act. I'm doing my job. <laughs> acting is hard. <laughs> Acting's the hardest thing I've ever done. It's the hardest thing anyone has ever <laughs> Thank done. You. Thank you. And I don't think there's enough. I, I was going to say empathy, but honestly, the word is sympathy mm. for, for what actors yeah. have to go yeah. through in mm. our culture. It's well, a thing that should be talked about all the time. I'm always very grateful when an actor, and especially in my mind, a mm. man will go to the press and talk about, uh, you know, the difficulties of becoming somebody yeah, else. For sure. The sacrifices. For, thank you for a few days a week. And, and, I, and I'm grateful for that. The challenges. Mm -hmm. And you know what's even more stunning than that? Yeah, tell me. When someone wins an award uh -huh. for mm -hmm. playing a character after spending months talking about how far they pushed themselves to the edge how difficult it was uh -huh. and then after they win the award mm -hmm. a journalist asked them so what was it like getting into character and the person's like I'm not gonna talk about this. it's over it's over it's over it's I'm done, done. I can't believe you're even asking me this they're just clowning on you it's really good I think that's good in and a I press hope room I think that I hope it happens again I hope All the magic really never does stops happen happening. in the press room, oh, the <laughs> press where, room. that's where the magic happens people ask me like and I'm sure they ask the two of you this as well all the time but, uh, you know, do, do you dream of winning an award someday? And mm. I go, honestly, means to an end. I just want to get to that press room. <laughs> if that's what it takes, give me some hardware. If that's the key that opens the door. <laughs> give me the hardware. Let me at them, though. I just want to be in you that press, hang room. Out the press room. I just want to be ducking and weaving. Uh, that's you know? where everyone fires off their best jokes, oh, too. They're just riding the high jokes. on an Oscar and they're yeah. just like I want to be on Brad Pitt's writing team. I mean, and I don't know don't if we all? saying it is the, the way to mm. get just if, if uh, maybe I've been too fearful of putting it out in the universe because of the power that holding having that intention, you know, holds. But, but you would wheel. kill in that room. I mean, we know that. We, yeah. I feel like everyone's been saying that for years. You would kill in that room. In the Brad Pitt room. Yes. Yeah. In the pit room. In the pit room. I want to be in, in the, the armpit. I want to be in the pit. <laughs> in the pit. I want to be in the pit. Mm. Open the pit up pit. the pit. Let's mosh, yeah. baby. Let's mosh Bradley. <laughs> I say that during my interview. He's like, yeah, you sound like I think like he would me. like that, actually. I think he'd be like, we're vibing. <laughs> I say to him, I look him in the eyes, I go, open up the pit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh my God. Wow. Do you want to go? Do you want to go back to my place and like smoke weed? I go, yeah, I want to smoke weed. I go, let's roll face, Bradley. <laughs> let's <laughs> <We're> roll <absolutely laughs> face, Bradley. I think he would. We're watching movies on Molly. You calling him Bradley? I hope and so. exclusively Bradley. And that's it. And people yeah. are like, are they close or very distant? <laughs> <laughs> hard to tell sometimes. It's does hard she to tell. really know him, or does she really <laughs> not know him? It's one or the other. It's really one or the other. No yeah. one knows and neither does he. Right. He's trying to figure it That's out. That's the power, baby. He's you stone keep out him, of his you gourd. Keep him. He's so high. I He's love so it. High. I love that him Molly. Is like all has been stoned for 30 years. Yes. Yeah. Well, and also him being on this uh, awards run, mm -hmm. winning all these awards, going to all these press rooms, you realize how infrequently he does uh, on-camera interviews. So yeah. we're not usually seeing him talk for a couple minutes yeah, at a time. I know. And then you let him loose on an award stage in a press box. And he's like unstructured. The most charming man. Like I mean, that's why he is what he like he's, he's so king. charming. He's a king. Yeah. He's a king. But but we have to also acknowledge that he has an incredibly talented room of writers. Yes. <laughs> he must. Yeah. People don't like to talk about it. He's a great writers. performer. Yeah, I mean, that's but the face yeah. of you get, you have this to give industry. him the words. You have to give him the words. The face of this it. industry yeah. is the performer. No one thinks about the people who are who are writing this. Do you do you know? Do you know? What are you asking? Do you know what the Coen brothers look like? Yes. Well, some people don't. That's, I mean, of course, I, you know. I know. Some people don't know that they look, you know, like that. Like that. <laughs> Which also isn't totally the same. 
No. People might think, oh, they're brothers. They look the same. No, mm. one is bald. Yes. <laughs> and that's a shocking. Yeah. Because they do right like two also, men with one hair. is bald and short and one is tall, tall and, and hair. Yeah. And they sort of have different coloration. Yeah. Interesting. One of them has dark, longer hair. Yes. And the other one is balding with a beard mm-hmm. and has like reddish, reddish hair. hair. Yeah. And it's, it makes you, can I say, it makes you wonder if they're brothers. Well. Do we know? I don't think off sorry. off top of head I know which one tall is and which one short is. Tall is, is short Ethan? Short is Ethan, tall is Joel, right? Correct. And yes. Joel is Francis. Joel is yes. Francis. And Ethan is his beard. Hey. Hey. What? I think he has a lovely wife. Oh. <laughs> I sat behind them at the film forum once. What were you saying? <laughs> you said film forums. So. The film forum. <laughs> I sat behind I them. Down. I sat behind a Cohen at the film forum. He's, uh, He's 100. It was, uh, it was, a, it was, now I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I want to say it was like a Preston Sturgis movie. It was God. like a screwball comedy. <laughs> Jesus Lord. He's been married to a woman named Trisha Cook since 1990. Go off, Trisha. Course. I so love her. Like you a... know I love a white woman oh, named she's Trisha. she's an editor. She's an editor. Hey. That's cute. We love that. That's cute. Okay. Have you seen Hell's a Poppin'? No. You should see that. Okay. It was. Did you just see it at film form? Is that what you were it. thinking of it? Okay. It's actually on YouTube. Really? Yeah. You should see Hell's a Poppin'. Okay. Should we, hey. should we get into... Well, we've been gabbing. Yeah, we've been gabbing. We've been straight gabbing. gabbing Can I poppin'. say we've been popping, even? We've been popping off with each other, but we need to pop off on one man mm-hmm. in particular. I Okay, let's tee this up because we reached out to Griffin a while ago. We yes. were like, Griffin, who would you want to do? Well, I believe first, I just. I want to say, yeah, yes. I slid in the DMs to just go, we Look, didn't reach out. I've been you listening to the show. <laughs> I love it. I just want to extend. I said, wow. And then you were like, I would do this person if I, I was on your podcast. To know, just to throw out into the atmosphere, I'm always ready to talk about Vin. And then you sent us a very important video. Yeah. Do you want to, oh, we should say Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. The man we're talking about today is Mark yes. Vincent Sinclair, birth name. Yes. But the Lord knows him as Vin Diesel. <laughs> When he gets up to those pearly gates, yeah. when he gets to St. Peter's and the scroll is open, he'll say, Vin? <laughs> Vinny. <laughs> Vinny, my guy. He'll say Vinny. the diesel himself. Vinny, my guy. Um, I Yes, he, he is my favorite living movie star. Okay, interesting that you say movie star mm-hmm. and not actor. Yes, because I think there is a delineation. Yes. And I do think Vin Diesel is a good actor. And there are actors who I would rank higher as my favorite living actors who I also think are good movie stars. Mm -hmm. I don't think the things are mutually exclusive. Sometimes they are. Mm -hmm. But I think... Your Brad Pitt's complicate things. Your Tom Cruise's complicate things. Sure. Sure. Complicated. But those are guys you're talking about who kind of secretly are sort of character actors. Yes. I mean, maybe a little less Tommy. Tom is... But Bradley... Yeah. No, he's a he's a he's a character, and actor. certainly William. I yes. mean, Willie yeah. likes to play a character. Yes. He yes. likes to disappear a little bit. Yeah, Hitch is full method. <laughs> Hitch is method. I didn't realize that was him until the fifth time I watched that movie. Then I he, didn't recognize. He disappears. Him. He disappears. And you know what's crazy? I assumed it was prosthetics. I said this must be like a a Rick Baker thing, and then I found out it's like Bradley Cooper and the Elephant Man. He just did he it just all did it physically. With a body. Yeah, but you don't recognize him in that movie. Yeah. Um, but Vin, I think, is a perfect example of what a movie star is and what the power of being a movie star is both in terms of what he does in movies and what he does surrounding his movies. You're telling The Rock to take notes. 
I mean, I'm going to go off on the rock in this episode because I think the only way you can explain what is important and special and valuable and, dare I say it, brilliant about Vin Diesel is to throw some shade okay. on the rock. I, I, can't I wait. think you have to. And it's not just because of the feud. Yes. It's Which also we are gonna talk we about. We have to talk about because obviously I was obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. oh, we have going back and going. forth when it like yeah. it came out and it was like yeah. oh okay, we'll sink our teeth in. So not later. just that they have this history, not just that they have this feud, but also I do think they are opposite sides of the same mm -hmm. coin. Mm -hmm. And a thesis I'm gonna present here and we'll 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 loop back around to it later is that I think for our generation, yeah. the analog is that Vin Diesel is Stallone and The Rock is Schwarzenegger. Okay. Wow. But, we, but okay. whereas whereas I think okay. Vin Diesel has improved upon the Stallone formula, mm -hmm. The Rock has missed a very key component wow. of the Schwarzenegger formula. So they're not even at the same level. Okay. And yes, I am out of work and I'm gonna talk shit about the most bankable <laughs> fucking movie star in Hollywood. This is the pod to do it on. This is This it. is the pod to do it on. Okay. I've made enemies. Okay, so we have so much to talk about. Yeah. Uh, let's start with when did you realize Vin was your guy? It took a while. I mean, yeah. truly, because I remember my first exposure to Vin Diesel was The Iron Giant. A classic. A big tune. I've seen that kid. movie yeah. a billion times. A hundred times. Perfect yeah. film. Great performance. People yeah. don't talk about that as a performance that often. Mm -hmm. But he was pretty much an unknown actor in I that will, movie. I will say VO is hard. Yeah, VO is hard. really fucking is, hard. Is Iron Giant before or after Private Ryan? It's after Private Ryan, right? It is the following year. It's yes. 99. Private yes. Ryan's 98. Yes. And Pitch Black is earlier, earlier. in 99. So that's okay. that initial run where he's like starting to pop off. But I was such an animation kid and such a like behind the scenes kid mm -hmm. that I was watching all the like behind the scenes making of stuff. So I was seeing this guy in this booth, in a VO booth wearing sunglasses, whose name is Vin Diesel and sounds like that. Yes. And I just went like, huh, okay, remember that for later. Mm -hmm. Sticks in my mind. Flash forward two years, 2001. Don't see Private Ryan when it first comes out in theaters, okay? So that doesn't make the impression on me. Yeah. Don't see Boiler Room when it first comes out in theaters. You don't have to. I, he's good in it, though. He's good in it, but I'm saying the time. The Agreed. time, the pl time you know, place. place. Time yeah. to place. I mostly only recommend it as... A, a Vin, Vin capsule. Because mm -hmm. it's that early character actor, Vin State. That's what's interesting. Yes. Is he did kind of start out as a character Well, actor. do you know how he got his break? Multifacial. Yes. yes. Multifacial, a short that he created himself mm -hmm. about being, being biracial, biracial. Mm -hmm. or like confused about his ethnicity. A lot of people and, don't uh, know and, this. And people not knowing how to cast him. People yeah. think he is a white man of color. He yes. is not a white man of color. He is a man of color. He's just a man of color. Yes. yes. He just doesn't know who his dad is, but he knows that, like, he's black. He's he, black. Right. And that's. And, and he had a black stepfather growing up. So yes. he was like, he, that's how he thought. Yeah. Yes. He grew up in a very mixed family yeah. um, with a stepfather and a, a half sister. He has a biological twin brother. He didn't know his father. Um, his stepfather was a theater professor. And so he was sort of like adjacent to the theater scene, but he was like, that's not what I'm about. I'm about breakdancing and graffiti. Okay. Sick. And the origin story that he presents is that he and some friends broke into a space to try to vandalize it, throw up some tags, and it turned out it was a theater. Thank God. And rather <laughs> Thank God than the getting angry and reporting on these street toughs, the, the owner of the, of the theater, theater said, why don't you come act in our wow. show? Extended the hand. 
and Vin got the bug. This is the magic of the theater. This is the yeah. magic that of the is that what is. theater is. That's magic to do, you know? Okay. That's Pippin. Okay, so he's honey. like a theater guy. He's like auditioning all the time, but no one knows where to place him, mm. what he is, what type he is. Yeah. doesn't really exist. So he makes Multifacial, which is his short film, about not knowing how to get cast. Our boy Stevie Spielboo says, wait a minute. <laughs> Sees the film at Khan. Vin goes to Khan. I'm imagining young Vin yes. at Cannes, yes. and it is maybe the greatest thing. Like, does he speak French? Like, does he try? I hope, right. like, yeah, I hope he had the best trip of his life. Absolutely. And I'm sure he did, because the result was Stabooby Dooboo being like, <laughs> wait a minute. You want to go to yeah. war? <laughs> yeah. He goes, I'm, sorry, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, Um, Hollywood? Yeah, we got to put pause on saving PR, because... Uh, Daddy's got to rewrite the script to put Vin Diesel We got to open it. up a space. We got to put, we got to make space for Vin. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that's happening around this time, he he makes a feature film called Strays that is okay. <laughs> it is very much post-multifacial, which is such a just like mm -hmm. personal, like primal scream. Mm -hmm. Strays is very much a strategic. So wait, he like, like makes the, he's Writes, directing. directs, stars. Okay. And it's very much a strategic, I want to show people the way I'm a movie star. Yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. As opposed mm -hmm. to the very personal yeah, sort of right. expression thing. It's it's fine. It's fine. He makes that. He has a, a series. I mean, at this time, like the years of the wilderness, he's working as a bouncer. One of my favorite videos on YouTube, because I'm a real connoisseur of Vin videos, is uh, he worked at the New York Toy Fair, where they would have struggling actors do the showcases of the toy products to uh, wow. buyers from big box stores. Uh -huh. And there is a video of Vin Diesel in a leather vest uh, demonstrating that year's line of Street Sharks action figures. Wow. Which, uh, for listeners who might not remember Street Sharks, it was the post-Ninja Turtles, what if uh, sharks were tough mm -hmm. and roamed the streets? <laughs> it's a question of course. So uh, it's Do him. they walk? They walk. Yeah, they, they, walk. they have legs and they're really- They're very big. Right. They're but very like, buff. Skinny legs, big upper bodies. Hot. Okay. Tattoos, That's ideal man. scars, ideal man. They're kind of proto-Vin Diesel. I, that's what I was going to say, that Vin like, took a look at that body and 100%. said, okay, I've got some thoughts. So I'm going to riff on this body a There's this bit. like 25-year-old Vin Diesel with one earring and a leather vest. Really hot to me. Smashing these action figures together. And at one point, he refers to a character as a round mound of pound. <laughs> Thank you. Which a is round mound perfect. pound. Okay, perfect. take that theater class. Yeah. That's that's play. I'm just establishing that's... some footnotes for yes. people. <laughs> Extended, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh after the episode second screen experience, pull up some of these videos. This is good. Okay, so he makes strays, he gets some private Ryan. He uh does Iron Giants. Right, Iron Giant happens. I mean, all this stuff's happening around the same time. Boiler room. He gets cast to play one of the henchmen, I think, for Gary Sinise in Reindeer Games. Wow. Uh, you know, a notoriously bad movie yeah, yeah. that, like, everyone involved with disowned. <laughs> and John Frankenheimer, the director, says, so in this scene, I want you to have your shirt off, and you come in, and you're, like, intimidating Ben Affleck. And Vin Diesel says, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. And he, uh, John Frankenheimer said, what do you mean? And Vin Diesel said... And I found this out years later, and I think I was converted onto Vin at this point, but if there was a moment where it was just clear I was going to ride or die for this guy, <laughs> this is the story. Vin says to John Frankenheimer, I only take my shirt off for Vin Diesel movies. Holy shit. Right? <laughs> oh, good God. And That's incredible. So good. And he says, what the fuck are you talking about? Way to, Diesel, way to like call your shot. It's, it's like, just like to point. 98. Into, like, That's crazy. Right, and he's notorious. I mean, the guy has kick-started his career after years of being unhirable, being a supporting actor, 
after making a short film about how no one knew how to cast him. And now he's saying, no, 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 no. I know I'm a movie star. I know I'm a leading man. I'm saving something special. My God. (laughs) I only take my shirt off for Vin Diesel movies. And he's like, you either take your shirt off or you're fired. Vin Diesel gets fired from Reindeer Games. Wow. And then, you know. Pitch Black. A Vin Diesel movie. A Vin Diesel Diesel movie. movie. That's what he meant. Happens. Takes his shirt off. Like, happens within, like, two months. He said, bye, bitch. I'm Riddick. Yeah. See you later. (laughs) Chronicle me. So then... Fast and Furious, 2001, right? And then it really... And then and we're then off to the races. So this is when he starts to get on my radar because my brother and I are both going off to sleepaway camp. Mm-hmm. My mom drops us off at the movie theater, says you can see one movie together. You have to decide what it is. And I'm going hard for Dr. Doolittle too. <laughs> and my brother Jamesy really wants to see Fast and Furious. Yeah. And I was like, this the dumb boy shit, cars. Yeah. I don't want to see this. No, you just want to chuckle. I want to check in with the doctor. Uh, uh, you need to make an appointment. <laughs> I want my yearly checkup. Okay? But I sit there and I watch this movie. He wins the argument. My brother's very persuasive. And at the end of the movie, I go, this this guy's a movie star. Can I say something to you that that shows me? That nothing's more important than Familia. It's very true. <laughs> I'm just what I see. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't you even and have- Your brother should have had a nice little Corona. Yes. What <laughs> were I think no. 11 and, and 13 or they whatever. They can have yeah, Corona. Sure. That's legal. That's, That's legal. legal. If you're at Fast and Furious, children can drink. <laughs> <You're legally laughs> Only if it's it. a Corona. Yeah. Sure. Um, but uh, uh, Fast and Furious, first Fast and Furious is Universal was all in on Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we want to develop a vehicle around you. It can be anything you want. And he finds this article about LA street racing and then is like, but I don't feel confident being the guy in a movie. I'd mm-hmm. only want to make this happen if it's a two-hander. Mm. So they go, oh, great. We know exactly what to do. It's you. And it's so clear who the other movie star is. It's Timothy Oliphant. And oh, Fast my God. Is, That's a different everything. That's fully so... designed to be Walker Oliphant. Too pretty. Too much pretty. Too pretty. Too much and pretty also, in one movie. And also too, too white. Too white. Yeah. You need, it's both. You it's need like, a question. You need yeah. a question. You need also somebody who people are like, I like this guy. Is he what? Well, wait a minute. Wait, no. Well, I guess I like. like well, I yeah. Well, I'm going to like him. Yeah. <laughs> but Vin comes in like pretty late because. Did of, Timothy have to back out? He or passed, did he pass? He passed. He was yeah, like, he said, did he say, like, this is point break? Like, yes. I think so. Yeah. Mm. And Vin like saw it. Yes. Like a bunch of executives were like, look, we just saw like the test screens of this movie Pitch Black. We think this guy's going to pop. And they like sold, sold, sold. The director agrees to meet with him. Vin meets with him. And he's like, okay, so tell me why you want me in your movie. Oh. It's just like, he's doubling down on this thing of just like, wow, I know it's going to happen. It's inevitable. I don't need to play your fucking game. Wow. That's, I'm like, I can't like find the words. I'm yeah. just like so in awe. And he just takes that movie and he fucking runs with it. it. Runs with it. And he is. He hits the nitro, baby. He does. (laughs) And he is so fucking good in that first movie. I love him in all the movies, but I think. He's so good in the first. Because he becomes so much of like a movie star and a sort of like cartoon representation of this guy in tandem with the franchise becoming so overcranked. People forget in the first one, he's giving like a real like actor studio mm. like performance you know he's yeah. d- given like good brando and he's <laughs> got his fucking quarter mile at a time speech that is like i mean y- that is what you build a franchise upon 
damn. You know, you got this moment that crystallizes this fucking thing. And it that really is a moment where it's like, oh, this is going on for years. Yeah, for years. No, it's, it's, it's a thing you can always come back to. Yeah. It's like a solid thesis statement. Yeah. It's like And and I think it's, you know, the the family thing he starts to really hit on later. Mm-hmm. Although obviously the first one is so much about his relationship with Mia, his yes. sister. But I think the family thing becomes a little more dominant in later films. The thing I think they lock into in that scene is how deftly he underplays it and how intimate that scene becomes Mm -hmm. and how much the Fast and Furious movies are about emotional intimacy between people. Especially between men. Especially Especially between men. Especially between men. Like it's only like the masculine, like the inherent Mm -hmm. masculinity of cars that allows these men. That allows them to be like, actually we're very close. And and when you betray one of us, it hurts really really it hurts the most and that's where the love and the familia thing ties in where it's like you don't understand I'm like I'm negating any homophobic reading of this Mm -hmm. by telling you we're familia (laughs) this is not that and I feel like in the early days people used to make a lot of homophobic jokes about the Fast and Furious franchise they used to be like oh it just feels like these guys are like just about to fuck at any moment and I think thankfully with time, culture has come around to being like, no, this is like a very progressive mm. thing. These mm. are not movies that are sort of like subtextually gay. These are movies that are about people being very emotionally intimate with yeah. each other. Yeah. Whether it's family, whether it's your lovers, whether it's your friends, mm. you know? Yeah. It's about, if, if you know what it feels like to get behind the wheel of a car. Come on. <laughs> and I should mention at this point, I do not have a driver's Can license. I'm terrified else? of cars. Neither does I. Perfect. Sorry, I'm sorry so, to scoop you. It. Can she tell you something else? <laughs> <laughs> you're working on it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to shake your hand. Why? Because we both, well, I guess if you're working on no, it, then not... I feel no. Uh, like maybe you're going to. No. What? I really don't know at this point. Okay. Because it it's actually the process of getting a license in California, right? Your bike is It's actually very difficult. And the DMV lines are really excruciatingly yeah. long. And I've been back and forth so much that it's actually been really hard, sort of like <laughs> finding time to practice. I went one time to a DMV in Santa Clarita, California, and I got so stressed out about putting together all the documentation I needed that I walked out and right. I just said, I'm never going to do this ever. They tried to streamline the process by making it, and this is sort of what people come to this podcast yeah. to mm. listen It's about the to. DMV. Yeah. They tried to streamline the process by making a good portion of it online and digital, mm-hmm. but even then you still have to bring in all these documents. And I know that I have them, but okay. it's... Here's here's my yeah, thing is that uh, we all have to get these new fucking driver's license for the TSA, oh, the real yeah. ID. So well, now I have to get a New York driver's license, I think, which is going to be like a whole a thing. whole thing. Well, here's what I did. I got uh, when I got my passport recently. Mm. I got the passport card, which already has mm. a real ID, and I know that I should get the real ID driver's yeah. license anyways. But it will save me time at the DMV. God. Anyway, driver's licenses, man. You guys don't get it, but I don't get it. Well, I kind of get it because uh-huh. I learned how to drive by. Um, I was working on a show on the NBC lot, and okay. um, my coworkers would take me out during lunch, and then they would let me drive through the lot. A car or golf cart? A car. Oh wow! I started with the golf cart, and okay. then I went to a SUV, and then that coworker was pregnant, and everybody said stop teaching Io how to drive, and she was like, <laughs> mm, okay, for sure. Then my other coworker, shout out Dan, Dan Klein, who taught me how to drive, basically. Wow. 
um, took me in his nice little car that was like small and good size. That's a and, good thing to learn. And on. then I basically would drive through and he would be like, now go this way, now this way. And he would like switch it up. And then I would drive like past the Jaws parking through the Desperate Housewives lane. Wow. and like Down Wisteria Lane? Uh-huh. And I would go past the good place. And Did you ever like intercept a backlot tour? I um, wouldn't intercept it because he would say stop yeah. and then let it go by because he didn't want me to have to navigate that. Um, fully, and I think that was correct of him. Uh, I was once on, I, I love uh, Universal Studios, mm. uh, the theme park, and every time I go, which is pretty much every time I go to LA, I do the backlot tour, even though it doesn't change happily. Hit me up. But one of the recent times I went on it, because um, it is, it's an active backlot for people mm-hmm. who don't know, and it's also a theme park, yeah. and they have this little tram tour. If you've ever done it, and you see like, tired people walking around that's me that's that's me (laughs) they're writing on Sunnyside that is the writer's room on Sunnyside (laughs) they're like what's gonna happen with this show (laughs) I like the room I'm having a good time probably not probably not but um, the the tram was going through there's a part of the tour where they like do a riff on the splitting of the Red Sea from the Ten Commandments it's not a proper Red Sea Mm. but it's like a little it's it's very little it's very little but it splits open. they show open. you about weather and stuff right. and how they, how they manipulate like, do movie wa- weather. Right. Okay. So there's like a little, I don't know what you call it. It's like a little swamp almost. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, no. You're coming in from Arlington. You're coming in from yeah. Dorchester. <laughs> you're having a great time with Arlington. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, we're backed into a corner. How are we going to get out of this? Uh, in the words of Charlton Heston, let the uh, mm-hmm. let the, my people right. through. Whatever. Yeah. I forget the line. But then the, the sea splits Where and go. the tram goes through, right? And the last time I went on it, or one of the last times I went on it, there was a dude just driving through the back lot, probably Dan Klein letting someone else drive his car so they could learn. Safe to say. And they were like, oh, I'm going to take this same pathway. But they didn't understand it's a rigged show thing, so the water closed back on them. (laughs) So some... Like universal <laughs> backlot employee oh, who just got no. stuck in the and the guy over the intercom was trying to say like uh sir sir you're not gonna wanna yeah you're not gonna wanna but they just clearly one. thought it was a show yeah yeah that's too bad too bad um okay so I I see the first Fast and Furious movie yes <laughs> I I go you know not necessarily my cup of tea but Vin pretty undeniable that guy's a movie star the next year I drag my father see Triple X okay he's like I hate this that's the worst movie I've ever seen and you say. <laughs> I'm like, you know, not, I don't love it, but I like Vin Diesel. I like something about Vin Diesel. But this is that big moment where Vin Diesel starts two franchises and abandons both of them. (laughs) Right? Like, Fast and Furious, off Uh, to the races, and he's like, I'm good, I'm done, on to greener pastures. I got what I wanted. I got what I wanted. And then jumps on to Triple X, everyone's like, great, new franchise, this is your one. He's like, absolutely not, I'm out of here, smell you later. So this is sort of the wilderness period where he's doing like, he goes all in on Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Which I didn't see at the time. Cause it just felt like, it felt like a very odd choice to have two franchises that the public told you they wanted to see continue. But there's also something to the excess of like the early 2000s yes. that like very, that I get. Yes. And it also falls- You want a franchise. Like that's also like the, you know, it feels like the formula that people were, right. you know, I want a franchise. I got two. Yeah. Come on. 
Right. But but and that's also it's kind of the Stallone analog where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's like Rambo and he's Rocky and he's like going back and forth between the two. Mm-hmm. It's not this but real. the whole time he's he was like, <laughs> yeah, he's like triple X, Fast and Furious. My skin isn't in the game. These aren't personal for me. Riddick, I feel some ownership of. Right. And now that I'm a star, I'm going to bring Riddick back and do it on a bigger scale. And his whole thing, because he's like this big fantasy nerd. Vin Diesel's been playing the same oh, Dungeons, loves, like, and Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. since he was 13. He was like, Pitch Black, that's the Hobbit. Now get ready for my Lord of the Rings. These are the chronicles of Riddick, motherfuckers. So he goes all in. They give him all the money. Same director. Huge, like, fucking summer opening date. And it it just goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. It bombs. It bombs. And then it's like, what does he do after this? He does the pacifier. Oh, okay. okay. So, so here's where we have to Thank stop. You. Sure. Thank this you. is where you come in. This is yes. where we come in. Uh, as people who, are, when does the pacifier come out? Pacifier is 2005 or six. six. Okay. So yeah. we were. I think it's five. So we yeah. were ten. Yeah. When okay. that happened. So I'm that is this like shit on peak Vin Diesel mm-hmm. I'm for this us. Commercials we for it. we go into the theater. Yeah. I have seen that movie perhaps. Five times in my life because it would wow. play at like sleepovers. sleepovers. Wow. It was a huge okay. sleepover, Big sleepover movie. movie. Like do the Peter Panda dance. That, that is in yeah. my brain. Yeah, that wow. movie is really like lodged in there for people. I think like our age. I agree. As I like completely this agree. is where Vin Diesel comes yeah. from. So I'm like, wait a minute, this guy's got something. Yeah, I'm like, he's you should fun put in this, that movie. We should put this guy in some more movies. <laughs> I I think he is fun in that movie. And my- I will say. Then The Rock copied because The oh, Rock. Totally. Yeah, no. Tooth Fairy. Okay, so here's Tooth Fairy. Here's Tooth Fairy does game bl- plan. He does okay, a couple of them. Let's talk about how John Blatant Cena ripoff. doing a similar thing, 100%. where it's like, oh, a big strong man. We'll put him next to a little girl, right. and that'll be funny. Right. And it's like, I don't know. Now we have to know. acknowledge Tell the me. model they're working off of is Kindergarten Cop. Yes. That's the first like, oh, you take a tough action guy, you put him with kids in a comedy. You ever seen Cop and a Half? That's like that's you know the following right. You seen Cop No. What is Cop and a Half? It's a Burt Reynolds movie. Does he have a kid? I he once, does have a little black. Kid. I love that. Yes, it I is. Love that. He's he's got an Alex. And Alex I, J. He's got an Alex J. And yeah. I will say, he's not very good in it. The kid or Burt? Burt. The kid's a yeah. star. <laughs> the kid's an absolute star. Cop uh, and a Half, not great. The kid, I'm like, we need. Where's the kids like this? Tremblay is dead to me. <laughs> no comedic timing, that boy. Trombley? Didn't you like? Didn't you like Good Bad Boys? Boys? Good Boys? I Whatever. didn't. No, my. Fr- I mean, Molly's in it. Yeah. I like Molly. And everyone I know who's seen Good Boys is like, I laughed. It's it's you know it gives you a laugh or two. It gives you a laugh or two. But that kid who's in Cop and a Half, probably young, a full adult now, young right? crier. Yeah, and unfortunately <laughs> he stopped acting. Now he's a rapper. Is this true? Yeah. Is, what rapper is you he? You looked him up. Yeah, I liked him. Wow. I, I hoped he did well, but I knew that he didn't. I once thought I had come up with a perfect pitch for a broad studio comedy and was so excited and started writing it and then realized it was Cop and a Half. (laughs) I thought I had independently come up with it. Well, they did a reboot of Cop and a Half um, with... Lou Diamond Phillips? Either Lou Diamond Phillips or um, the guy from the Goals poster. Oh, Michael Pena. I think it's Lou Diamond Phillips. think it's Lou Diamond Phillips? Because I think it was direct-to-video. And And I think Pena's big screen. And they did it with the girl. Yes. And it was like... Like a white girl. And it was yes. like, I see what you're trying to do here, but I don't think you see what you're trying to do here. It is Lou Diamond Phillips. Okay. It's called Cop, Cop and a and Half, half colon, colon New Recruit. Wow. Which is, you know, wow. that's fun. 
That's funny. But that model, you're like, Bert had been a movie star for so long by the time he does Cop and a Half. Yeah. Arnold had like a big decade plus It was run. down. It was down. Right. When he did Cop and a Half. Yeah. But I was thinking about the way that um, Arnold did a Christmas movie with Sinbad. Um, uh, Jingle All the Jingle Way. Jingle All the Way, which is like, mm. He had his run that was Twins, Kindergarten Cop, yeah. Junior, and then Jingle Junior. All the Way, where yeah. you're like, he did four comedies in a row, pretty much? Yeah. Also, like, comedies that would be very well marketed to children. Yes. Yeah. They but were like, he's like a fan, he's like, family the guy. pivot to being like, this is a family guy. And yeah. It's like, okay. Right. Well, also, John also, Cena is like, I'm like, wait, why are you family guy now? Well, well, it's This is the thing John I find Cena interesting. doesn't make any sense as family guy to me. Because he's so funny. He's he like so adult good funny. In, but he was so he's good, so good in blockers. blockers. Yes. He's so good in blockers. Let him do more blockers. He wanted to be in game that you can feel. Oh. oh could you imagine? Good call. You can feel. Huh. He should have been the villain in game night. Oh, he would have been really good. But it was it's fun. It's Game Night is great yeah. already. It's funny getting Michael C. Hall. That's true. It, that's like funny because he's like Although I'll say brow. okay, now I'm pitching, now I'm pitching. <laughs> Billy Magnuson, John Cena. That's a good buddy. That's movie. a good pairing. Oh, that's a good that's pairing. Really good. Billy Magnuson should be way more famous than he is. I think he's a gonna star. get there. I think he's gonna get there. Doesn't also feel like either and I'm I'm not trying to throw shade here, but I kind of am. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like either Billy Magnuson or John Cena should have been Shazam? Billy Magnuson would have been a really good Shazam. That they oh, both kind so of cute. have that energy yeah. of a little child somehow yeah. in a giant body. Yeah, but I think the thing with John Cena is that he can't totally let go. That's maybe yeah. true. And I think that... I think Billy is like Billy, theater yeah. in a way where he would have been really, really good at yeah. it. Yeah. Because did we all see Shazam? I saw Shazam. I really liked Shazam. It's Shazam's so cute. really good. I it's wish also that, you know what? It's very emotional. Yep. No, no, it's very It's good. a real good it's emotional very, beat. Yep. The scene where he meets his, his mom. mom is the darkest thing it's I have so ever upsetting. seen in a superhero It's very well film. played also. Yes. It's like very well played. I was shocked. But at the end of that movie, when... This is what, this is what I was going to say. All the kids turn into superheroes. I wish that John Cena or Billy Magnuson was oh, one of them. Totally. Even though I will say uh, Adam uh, Brody. Well, this is my point, okay? Yes. Adam Brody, when he comes on screen, you go, oh, he is so specifically playing the grown-up version of that child actor. Yes. Yeah. Same with Megan Good, who she's playing. I know. Everyone else. And then when you see them all together, you realize Zachary Levi's just doing something. Yeah. He's not playing that kid. No. Everyone else is specifically playing the kid they were mar married to, matched with, paired with. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. No, I stumbled you, a little oh, there. Zachary wow. Levi is just doing like bumbling. He's just of? doing bumbling. He's like, No, but oh, everybody was like really, is... like they talked with their kids. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, Billy would have done the work. Billy would have gotten specific. Fuck. And he's got that energy. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I, it kind of, once I figured, I was sitting there and I was going, who wow. should this be? And then once I landed on Billy, I was like, can't unsee it now. And... We're putting a pin in Billy because you know what's happening later. Oh, okay. Pin Incredible. Okay. Incredible. Obviously. The point I was trying to make was just that I feel like even if the pacifier is, is viewed as a classic at this table, I think at the time it's it seems close to like, Cinderella story in terms of I've, oh uh, my god, times I've watched it at sleep. Listen, yeah. when we do a Hillary Duff app, come on, please. you know what's happening. Bitch, let the rain fall down because my ass is coming clean. <laughs> okay? And you can wash, wash away, away my, my goddamn sanity. Because I want to feel the thunder, bitch. I want to scream. scream. Let the rain fall down, Griffin. I, I have. <laughs> I did at the time. Yeah. yeah. You seen Cinderella Story? Oh, yes. Woo. Oh, yes. Woo. I saw Cinderella I said, Story. wait a minute. Jimmy Eat Who? <laughs> Let's talk about Jennifer that? Coolidge? Let's talk about Jennifer that. Coolidge. My Regina, girl, King. Regina King. Regina my King. King. Regina my girl, King. Regina King. Regina King. Where's your Oscar nomination? 
for that movie. Where was it for that movie? That's I the know one she should have gotten. Because you yeah. know when she gets She's that incredible. lifetime, I'll put it exclusively clips from Cinderella's <laughs> story. And yes, I will have pivoted to being an editor <laughs> at that point. Thelma is shaking. <laughs> a variety TV editor. Um, I th- I think it's a- sorry that I have dreams. No, I'm saying that a positive. I was saying it with awe. Did you see? I was like staring off in the distance, going, "Ah, oh, oh, never a mind." A variety TV editor. Um, we we've gone down a whole cul-de-sac here, but I feel like at the time it came out, to go in less than five years from Fast and Furious mm-hmm. to Pacifier mm-hmm. was seen as, "Oh, this guy's going into self-parody too fast." The Rock then flips it, where The Rock is like, I'm going to be the kid comedy star before becoming a legitimate action star. So the whole rule book goes out the window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think when he does that movie, even though that movie's a big hit, kind of fucks up his career. Yeah. Because then he's really gone. He does Find Me Guilty with Sidney Lumet, which I think he's great in, and no one watches because they think it's ridiculous that he has hair in it. <laughs> wow. But it is a really good movie directed by the man who brought us Network yes. and 12 Angry Men in which it's about the longest criminal trial in New York history. Uh, And it's this uh, mobster who decides to represent himself. Uh, Good movie, good performance. But then he's just like fucking out. This guy's done. The movies are flopping. Where are we in the Fast and Furious franchise at this point? They've done two without Uh him. Big hit. So they're like, we don't fucking need you. But Mm -hmm. then they get cocky. And then they go, what if we don't need anybody? What if the name is the thing? It's just the cars on the poster. Bring in Tokyo Tokyo Drift. Drift. Right. So you got actors in that, but none of them are on the poster. None of them are above the title. They're just selling the cars. And that's a big dip. Yep. So... These two things are concurrent. Even though the album for Tokyo Drift is popping. And the movie rules. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. The movie rules. Ooh, Han, but, come on. Ha, well, justice for Han. But there's a big box office dip. So then Babylon AD comes out. And at this point, I haven't been thinking about Vin for a couple <laughs> years, right? <laughs> and the AV Club writes a review with the most cutting line I have ever seen in a film review. Which is, uh, they're describing the movie. Uh-huh. And then they go like, you know, whatever the character's name is. And then in parentheses, played by Vin Diesel, who for our younger readers was briefly a movie star in the early 2000s. No. And the year of this review is 2008. That is fucking brutal. So I see that line. I just go, time of death. He's cooked. He's done. What a shame. He could have been. I remember thinking that guy had potential, right? Oh, my God. That hurt. That's so mean. The very next year, Universal decides to go out on one last one ride. Last ride. They one think last maybe ride. we can just milk one last movie yeah. for a little while. They're like, is it a direct-to-video thing? And they're like, no, let's do theatrical. Let's do one last one. And I go see a movie, I forget what, but the trailer comes up for Fast Ampersand Furious. Mm-hmm. The fourth, a reboot. A, a kind a of reboot. A yes. soft reboot. Yes. But it's of... also kind of a reset. Yeah. And the trailer is like a misdirect where you're seeing a heist on a freeway and you don't know who it is. It's like, oh, it's a pretty good vehicular action. And then the ski masks come off and you see Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel. And suddenly I felt chills down my spine. I went, wait, this was not a franchise I thought I cared about. What's going on here? They really made you care again. And then from four to now. The four names come up in the trailer. They go, you know, Vin Diesel, Paul Paul Walker, Walker, Michelle Michelle Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Uh, Why am I forgetting now? Jordana Brewster. Uh, that's why you're forgetting brief brief <laughs> brief lapse in memory but, I but it's, it. al- it's also Jordana Brewster sure. but then the tagline it's not is, a comment on you sure 
Although I still You're feel taking shame. it as I one. Feel but shame. I want you to know that's actually I, correct. I know, but I, I know Jordana's gonna listen to this. <laughs> she is a fan. She she's has a fan. In. That's true. She writes in all the time. Yeah, actually, like a little, she's a craighead. <laughs> <laughs> she is. I can't I can't shit on her because she's a And that's craighead. why I don't like her. I know. So I told her, I'll get you I'll get you an armband that says IO Nation. <laughs> One says IO, the other said Nation. She said, Please stop coming to my house. <laughs> stop knocking on my door. I said, Fine. Trailer for that movie ends with the tagline, new model, original parts. Oh, God, I love marketing. Perfect. And I go, oh, I guess I'm all in. (laughs) See it opening day and cheering. And I go, well, this is my favorite franchise. And I guess I forgot that Vin Diesel is my favorite movie star. And every year since then, it's just doubled. But that's the activation moment for me where all the pieces came together. And uh, yeah, I mean- Oh, oh no! What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, when does the Rock enter the Fast? It's Fast Five. Right? Fast Five is the yeah. next one. So the next one, the Rock shows up. Correct. And it's two thousand eleven. Like two sides of a coin, right? Kind of. And I am someone who I, I I really value the sanctity of a movie theater. Yes. You know, I like audience involvement, mm-hmm. but I still, I everyone has to be on their best yes. behavior. I'm yes. not someone who's trying to get funny jokes out, yelling at the no, screen. No one likes that. But. I see Fast Five, opening night, Times Square, and the moment when after they both lost friends and family on their respective sides in a shootout from a third party, right? The drug dealers. And they think The Rock is left there for dead in the middle of the street. The rest of his squad gunned down around him. Vin Diesel reaches out with his hand and picks him up and forms... The bond. the bond, and I, I, I yelled out "fast motherfucking five. <laughs> and the entire audience applauded, and it, it was one of the just the, the I, I was gonna say one of the greatest moments I've ever had in a movie theater, but it was, it, honestly, probably one of the greatest moments I've ever had in my entire life. It, yeah. There are a few times I've ever felt more content of just wow. this feels completely right. Wow. Everything in my life feels completely right at this moment. Wow. And I'm going, I've liked The Rock for what he does, but this movie feels like he's figured out his perfect form. Him in that movie where he's like this weird, super macho asshole, kind of like a parody of himself kind of thing. Because Vin, I think at this point, has also started to transform and has turned Dominic Toretto, his Fast and Furious character, mm-hmm. into sort of this mythical yes. figure. Yes. You know, Gone is sort of the Brando, and now it's like yeah, he uh, he's he's a movie star. He's a movie yeah. star. He's a movie star, and it is a like a Vin Diesel performance. Yes, totally. Trademark. Yes, yes, like, yes. Right. Only Vin could do it. Yeah. Right. And it's this thing where it's like a Vin Diesel close up becomes the greatest special effect in Hollywood. There's mm. just something about that guy behind the wheel of a car, just grimacing and glaring at something. That is so valuable, wow. you know, and just his grunts and the the well, the very grunt becomes slight. the grunt becomes huge in uh, following years as Groot, as Groot, oh, the Groot grunt, as the Groot, like come Groot on, grunt. I'm sorry, but are you kidding me? And there you go, he's planted another franchise because here's the thing, and uh, yeah, you do mean planted, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, pun intended, because Vin is constantly starting new franchises, but he also doesn't forget about where he came from. Because Vin also, while well, Fast comes and is growing, back to do Riddick and comes back to do Triple X again. I mean, he leaves none of them behind. I also okay. Here's here's a thought I just had. It's sure. like how 
invested is he in like the culture of his franchises and how much does he love being like the richest motherfucker alive? Well, I, I'll say this. I think they've now all become very personal for him. Yeah. I think Riddick was the one that he was invested in the culture. Yeah. And it always bummed him out that it didn't mean as much to other people as it did to him. When they asked him, because he's in the cameo at the very end of Tokyo Drift, mm -hmm. which sets up him coming back and forth. And Universal asked him to do that. And we're going to pay him like, you know, $150,000 or whatever to do one shot. And he said, I'll do it for no money if you give me the rights to Riddick. That was his move. He was like, I know you don't want to make another Riddick movie. I will put in the work to make this somewhere else. I'll do the cameo for free if you give me Riddick. He's literally a dork. And they paid yeah. him in Riddick. And he went, <laughs> revitalized the to Fast and Furious franchise, made it the biggest fucking thing, and then came back to Universal fucking four years later and sold them another Riddick movie. Insane. I mean, he's a businessman. The one and only. When he, the one and only Riddick. When he pitched Chronicles of Riddick, he walked into the Universal <laughs> office. I just collect Vin stories like this, right? <laughs> He walked into the Universal office with three giant, ornately detailed leather-bound books that all had, like, brass locks oh, yeah. on them. Oh, yeah. And he said, this is the first of the trilogy, the Chronicles of Riddick. And he handed them the book, and he handed them the key. And they went, well, what about the other two? And he said, you don't get to read them until you green light them. A mentally ill He's man. He's so psycho. But, but, I mean, by all accounts, those books have never been opened. They were never greenlit. The third uh, Riddick film is not that film. It's a very cheaper, he's like, smaller. He's like lost the key at this point. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know oh what's in there. God. The Universal executives never, yeah. never put up the money for Holy that. Holy shit. God. Um, but I think he came back to Fast and Furious, and then you know after four hit so hard. I mean, he was more involved in four. He makes a short film that's on the DVD for four that explains where his character had been for the last two movies that he directs. Wow. Um, and then when that's so big, they kind of give him carte blanche. It's, we, it's his franchise. Do we think he's going to like direct a feature again? Do we think that's he's like... He's constantly threatening. And <laughs> he, has, he has sort of toyed around with doing the last couple Fast and Furious movies uh -huh. when Justin Lin stepped away. He's yeah. like, maybe I'm going to do this one. Maybe I'm going to do this one. Because he's very communicative on like Facebook and Instagram. Mm. And okay. he shares every single thought in his head. That. Right. So he goes like, I don't know, what do you people think? Something in the universe is telling me I should direct seven, I should direct eight. Like he kept on sort of like teasing the idea he'd direct one. He also really wants to direct and star in a film about Hannibal the Conqueror. Okay. Which he's been trying to get off the ground for 15 also, years. like, maybe it's not you. Maybe. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe it's not him. Uh, he is a man of a franchise though, because he's going to be in this movie Bloodshot. Oh yeah. And then he's also going to be in, Olivia, do you know this? the second and third installments of the Avatar universe. Uh, uh, as, uh, we, don't we don't know. know. Okay. We, we know nothing. Know. I, they won't tell us anything. They're videos of him and James Cameron uh, in workout clothes in the green screen oh volume. Oh, God. Okay. Here's talking my, about how they're changing the game, but no story okay. details, no here's character details revealed. Here's my first question. Uh, does, if he, let's say Vin is a Navi, of course, we're all say, familiar. Sure, um, do we think he would be like the Sam Worthington where it's just like, that's just blue? Or would he be like Sigourney Weaver where it's, it's like, that's really Sigourney Weaver? Yeah. I, th I think you can't 
you you gotta give the audience Vin. I think it's the Sigourney yeah. rule where it's just like Sigourney's so iconic she has to look like Sigourney. Yeah. You change the anatomy of the Navi. You give her a Sigourney nose. And I think the same thing applies with Vin Diesel. You gotta give him Vin ears. You gotta give him that Vin cranium. That head. That head. That head, that head not changed. That's that shape head. of that head. We gotta talk about that head. That shape it's of that a, head. That is a dome. It's an that iconic is a head. I mean, perfect. Dome. You remember the the Michael Jordan cologne? Do you remember this? Uh, no. Peak Michael Jordan. He had his own cologne, and the bottle of the cologne. That's was how just... you know he was a gambler. That's how you know he had. <laughs> he needed problems. that money. He needed that cash. <laughs> but he just couldn't even make educated decisions. No, he went into the fragrance. He space. said, "Yeah, I'll make I'm me a man who sweats professionally. Yeah. Will make a sense." That's what happens when you're the, so fucking famous, though. You just say. I don't know. People I'm this guy. Like me. I'm this guy. I'm like, Michael, you got it. 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 You cigars and like golf grass. <laughs> Olivia, can you please Google Michael yes. Jordan cologne? Because I want to get this photo. The label for the cologne was just the silhouette of his head. That's another iconic head. And it was that thing of just like, this guy's so iconic that just his shaved head, his ears, and his neck. You his, immediately recognize his naked head. His, bald his naked head. head. Yeah, you know. And I used to think, wow, no one will ever have a a head that iconic. But I think the Vin shape. It's arguably the second most iconic head in history. Yeah. I mean Hitchcock okay. also iconic, which is also like that's who you're that's who you're with in terms of iconic sure. heads. Iconic Hitchcock, heads, yes. Jordan. Diesel. But that's also, Hitchcock was in profile. That, right, like head on. You're getting nose, you're getting yeah. brow. This you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, here's, the, here's that's another. That's a Talk Ob about heads. Obama yes. has an iconic head. True. Oh, yes. You could do it. But the ears, right. I mean, the ears. the ears, yeah. The ears. But like head, to have no, head no, shape. No, no, yes, yes. 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 Neck, yes. I think Obama's got an iconic neck. Mm. I think he's got some good length. Yeah. I, I think no, people don't thick, talk about him having a near Laura Dern neck. And people don't talk about Laura Dern's neck like that. Oh, really? I feel, really? I, I feel like I'm that. thinking about Laura. Constantly. When Laura Dern takes off her jacket Ooh. in Marriage Story, I'm like, there's that neck. There's that collarbone. Yeah, I'm all about that neck. Thinking about talking about are two different things. I'm doing both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we kind of have to wrap up soon. Okay, okay, okay. So, so, so here's... I, no, let you me, go. Let's, go let's tie together some things, okay? As much as he is a franchise guy... Part of that is he's a savvy businessman. He's no Michael Jordan. He's not making mistakes. He's not having to make compromises. He's not having to get quick quick uh, fixes of cash, okay? okay? Yeah. He's a guy who's finding franchises because he knows that's the landscape. He's not having family members threatened because of how much debt he's in. Thank what? you. I'm just... He's not having to play minor league baseball for a year and a half like oh. some fucking goober. Oh. Vin's doing movies, okay? And every time he comes back to a franchise, every time he starts a new franchise, he hits on something. There's always some yeah. emotional thing for him, you know, that it's about. And I, I feel like he makes, this is the other thing, he's a real dork. He makes very dorky choices. He yes. likes the idea of epic storytelling. Mm -hmm. He likes things having this like soap opera He loves like a saga. He loves a saga. Yeah. Well. He loves giant emotional arcs and shifts. And you look at the Fast and Furious franchise and how wild the swings are in each movie. Yeah. The things they set up. The it's deaths. car fantasy. Right. But you go deaths are That's undone. That's why they're going to space and time. Amnesia. <laughs> Ooh, I got something to tell you off my <laughs> Thrilling. Um, but, but I think it's a guy who, as much as he understands you have to play the franchise game, he's not making strategic, obvious choices in terms of story. And he definitely is meddling in that story. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I remember reading this. Sticking his toes in that He's shit. sticking his toes in the pond, okay? Rolling Stone does a piece on Rampage, the rock movie. Oh, God. With the gorilla? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they said. And Naomi. Justice for Naomi. Harris. You know, oh. you know who's really good in that movie? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Damn. He's good, though. He's really good He's in that movie. He's very good. I think about him a lot in Grey's Anatomy. He is a good actor. He, sure. Isn't he the ghost that fucks Catherine Heigl? Original, he's first a man. Oh, he was sure. First yeah. a man. A lot. He was once a lot. Sure. He becomes a ghost. And they don't fuck when he's a ghost. Oh, I thought part of the whole thing was that she has sex with him as a ghost. No, but it's like a... Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. We'll, we'll circle we'll okay. off mic. We'll circle back to that. I mean, that's its own episode. They probably. do fuck when he's alive, though, and yeah, there's no, a that's, huge that's, issue because they're like, part "Bitch, of the you reason... can't be fucking your in the patients bed, in the right? bed." In yeah, the bed. but that's yeah. part of the reason they fuck uh, when he's a ghost because it's like she had such a connection with the ghost him. episode. Is very good. He's very good in it. I cried. I might cry. Anyway, again. Rolling Stone Rampage. Rampage, and they talk about how when the script was written, the gorilla dies at the end, mm-hmm. and the rock goes as every good gorilla movie ends. Yeah. You're King Kong's, your mighty Joe Young's. Mm-hmm. And The Rock goes, absolutely not. Fool. And Damn. the writers and the director make the case to him narratively why it's justified, why it's the emotional ending. And he said, you don't understand. I've spent 20 years building up a brand. The Rock is a promise to an audience that I'm not going to make you think about difficult things. Like a giant gorilla Jeez. dying? But it, but it's so telling. He really showed himself in that moment. He said, I'm telling people, I'm when I put my name on a movie, I'm shaking their hand, I'm promising them they're only going to have a good time. You know he's about to run for a Republican. Yes. yes. That's how you know. But also, he doesn't understand that it's good to be sad sometimes, that yeah. you're never yeah. going to really feel yeah. unless you're letting the whole tapestry of human emotion come well, in. Well, yeah. That, the, the Rock does not have, like, emotional depth. No. And Vin, Vin does. And yeah. sometimes he swings and he misses. But at least he swings. But at least he swung. And it's always coming from an emotional space. And this is where the whole thing starts to coalesce for me too is he's one of the first guys to really be on social media. He's tip of the spear on Facebook. He often says it should be called Vin Book wow. because he made Facebook popular. Wow. And he's posting stuff regularly about his dreams, that, his hopes, yeah. his fantasies. Yeah. And he posts the video that is my favorite Single favorite thing on the internet, the thing I sent the two of you in the Twitter thread to yes. say, this is the cornerstone of my argument. It's a very good video. Do you want to Him tell us? karaoke in his own home mm-hmm. singing Stay by Rihanna. Multiple camera angles. Multiple, Multiple camera, camera angles. angles. The music video projected behind and on his body. On him. That's kind of the beautiful it's thing like, to me. He's wearing a suit with no, no tie, tie, sunglasses on, indoors, lights off. And he's singing it? There is no, it is not a joke. No. It is not joke karaoke. He is he really singing this is his song. Stay by Rihanna. And he says, happy V-Day, Mia Moore. It's a Valentine's Day video. He posted the next day. It blows up. And For he Paloma. said, my agents told me not to do this, but I know my truth. For Paloma. Happy V-Day. Paloma. Happy V-Day. His wife who has never seen. She doesn't have to be. She That's doesn't incredible. have to be. We know her last yes. name is Jimenez. That's enough. I have heard that Vin Diesel has uh, his home set up. So that uh, in any room there is a wireless microphone that he can pick up and play through a stereo system any karaoke tracks he wants. Uh. Because as he puts it, he loves to sing. And to think I thought I'd been living in homes. I've merely been living in vessels. Correct. <laughs> That's a home. That's, That's a, a home. home. That's a home. A house is not a home. Okay, until Without it's got multiple wireless mics. Yes. Mics. White. But so all these things of just him being so... Like as as much as he is a movie star mm-hmm. and he's built a brand and he has built 
I mean, truly a sense of iconography in terms of the visual looks of Vin Diesel and the sounds of Vin <laughs> Diesel, the types of things that Vin Diesel does. I think he takes Griffin risks. came and said, you thought you knew your podcast? <laughs> you thought maybe. Guess Griffin what, said, bitch? Griffin said, sit the fuck down. And I will show you. But when I, when I argue him to people, I, that is the word I feel like I have to use because it's like that guy knows how he plays on camera. There is no one alive better at being in movies. There are people as good as him, but I don't think anyone's better at knowing how to work their instrument. God damn. Make it pop on a silver screen them. than my boy Vinny Diesel. All right. But someone like Tom Cruise is never going to post a video of himself doing karaoke no. shot on like a flip phone. If you if you even posted a video of Tom Cruise doing karaoke, the you would get taken out. Yes. Like someone would come and a hundred percent and he also when he does Groot which anyone else would have gone like this is an easy paycheck this is just a way to get in the Marvel universe first of all he goes on Facebook and he goes oh man the Marvel people won't stop calling me they want me to be in one of these movies so badly like insane Kevin Feige goes that's not true I'm happy to meet with him he goes I don't know <laughs> Feige's calling nonstop. I don't know if I have time in my schedule I'm gonna try to work something out Feige goes okay if he wants to meet I'll meet with him he just does not all this negotiating publicly which is the same thing that happened with The Rock. Right. And he was posting photos of like different Marvel characters going like, I don't know. They're suggested. What do you folks think? Do you think I should play this role? And Kevin Feige was like, look, we had nothing he was right for. I said, you probably don't want to play Groot because it's one line. But if you want to, your voice is a good match. And he was like, I got to give it up for Feige. He was trying so hard to make something work. <laughs> oh my God. So he does Groot and he does Groot in every fucking language. Now, it's only three words, but he does those three words. In every, and these movies go to yes. every single country. Right. He's the only actor to do that. He does Groot in every single country. And there's a video of him recording the first Guardians of the Galaxy where he walks into the studio wearing stilts because he felt like he could not do the VO without being in the headspace of what it would be like to be a tree. I think that's fair. Sunglasses, <laughs> V-neck t-shirt, indoors. With stilts, they had to raise the mic. Some PA had to raise the mic all the way to the ceiling. Get this, it's 2020 and you're still in the V-neck. He does your <laughs> you're the your only soy movie star. He does his just sweet Groots. He's doing them all and he's getting into it he full does body. His, he hits his Groot in Vidas. Yes! Okay. He hits it all. He hits it all. My question, does he, uh, when he does it in different languages, does he also do all the different intonations? Correct. Correct. So he's like he, really Each of there. them is separate. And yeah. he is his separate translations. dialect yeah. coaches. Yeah. Coaches. Yes. Yes. For every single one. And each line, he has his acting coach come through and go, what is the emotional intent of this? I am Groot. And then he has to apply that to the different languages. He's he's a real artist. And I think because he loves being a movie star and he loves being in franchises, people think, oh, that's a guy who's just kind of charismatic to watch, <laughs> but doesn't really know what he's doing. You okay. know? Okay. So speaking of Facebook, okay. yes. Um, I have a little people's court for us. Bang, what? bang, bang on the gap. Wow. Okay. We're here um, at the people's court. So yeah. let's say, you know, the year is twenty ten. Mm. Okay. We're talking people. We're talking an article that is presented to me as sexiest man alive on Facebook. Okay. Whoa. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, the yeah, votes yeah. are in for people's hottest Facebook phenom. Here I'll read it from the bottom up okay. so we can kind of see what the deal is yeah. with two percent we have isaiah mustafa the old spice guy mm. Remember, oh it is wow 2010. it's 2010 mm -hmm. uh two percent chad ocho cinco okay. it's 2010 yeah 12 percent so. enrique iglesias okay it's 2010 28 hold 28 percent dj Pauly d okay and coming in 
hot, hot, hot wow. with 56% of the wow. Facebook vote for the sexiest man alive on Facebook, on Facebook <laughs> is one Mr. Mark Sinclair. <laughs> wow. I mean, maybe they should call it Vinbook. Maybe they should call it Vinbook. Maybe okay. they should and, call it Vinbook. And th- he did give a comment. He said, quote, this must have been written out. It says, quote, I am blushing dot, 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 for real, dot, 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 grrr. G-R-R-R exclamation point. I mean, that's sounds, like grunt. That sounds clear to me. You're yeah. talking you about can that grunt. You can, you can hear, hear it. it. He was prepping. He's he was doing But that's prep. my point. He's also a writer. You know what I'm saying? He <laughs> understands <laughs> the value of the written word. He wants to make that sing in your he ears. He wants to make it sing. Gosh. Who can fault okay. a man for wanting to make it sing? Okay. He loves to sing. I would like to hear one final push on the uh, Stallone-Schwarzenegger thing. Yeah. yeah. And then we will all share our verdict. So the thing is that Stallone was always kind of an auteur. Right, mm-hmm. Rocky was his baby. He birthed mm-hmm. into the universe. That's the model that Vin is following. Of no one wants to cast me. Everyone tells me I don't look right. I don't sound right. right. I'm gonna find my space. Mm-hmm. And he's going between franchises, and he's fighting the sense of like his ego, him wanting to be the biggest, the highest paid, but also wanting to have this sort of credibility, integrity. Mm. But I think Vin is so much more intimate and controlled in terms of what he's doing, and is so much about his collaborators. I think a difference with Stallone is Stallone starts to be like every movie is just about Stallone and yeah. no one else exists. Yeah. And Vin, when he comes back into a triple X for Returns Andrew Cage, he goes, give me a crew. This is an ensemble now. Well, that's the theater, I think. It's like you can totally. only shine when everyone when around you is. He knows that. He knows it makes you look better to work with good people. The it, Rock, are you listening? He brings people no. into the ecosystem. I mean, he made The Rock. The Rock yeah. was in Disneyland. He, Until he took the rock. Vin That's gave true. him Fast and Furious. And Rock likes to say, Yeah, I feel proud that I made Fast and Furious into this fucking thing. But ugh, Yeah, no, and that's all. it's Take like that out of your mouth. That's yeah. And here's the big difference. The Rock is Schwarzenegger, where he doesn't have the vision, right? right? He's just an incredible sort of like He's machine a, that he's you a, can use. Yeah. Yes. He's a he's mechanic a Republican. He's yeah. a right. he is he's a he's a rubber. He's a piece of equipment. But Schwarzenegger was smart enough to know that he didn't have story sense, mm-hmm. that he didn't have a song in his heart, wow. that he didn't have a poet spirit. No. And so he worked with good fucking directors. He handed himself over to your James Camerons mm. and said, use me. I am your clay. your John McTiernan's, right? <laughs> Mold me in the shape that you desire. Whereas The Rock goes. Use me for your will. Here's my book. Here are the rules on the things that can not happen in a rock movie ever and the things that must always happen. And also, all his movies are directed by like fucking former visual effects supervisors. Yeah. Like he's hiring people who he knows he can control. Except maybe he needs some pushback. Whereas yes, Vin for sure. could do it all himself. But he's going, no, I see the value of bringing in a Justin Lin. Mm. I see the value of collaborators, of co-stars. You know, when, Just when, give me my when the rock is in a movie, give me my your supporting cast mostly exists for the rock to dunk on. Yes. For him to talk about how low their testosterone is. Wow. Or That's for the why women to all want to fuck are perfect for being each other. Perfect. Correct. Match. Vin loves to give stage. He loves to share that fucking spotlight. Give other people hero moments. The amount of supporting cast members who have popped in Fast and Furious. You know? Mm-hmm. Gal Gadot. That's a Vin discovery. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that sit. Am I saying Vin's responsible for Wonder Woman? Kind of. 
Yes. Yes, you literally you d- are. You deliberately yeah. are. Because I think if her breakout <laughs> movie had been a rock vehicle, A, she wouldn't have been in three sequels. Mm. No. And B, she wouldn't have gotten that much space to actually show what she could do. Here's my thing. Is yeah. it Godot or Godot? I think it's Gal Gadot. I think there's some like weird Israeli way of yeah. pronouncing it. You know what? Like... I said it earlier. When I get over there, we I <laughs> I have We're done. We're done. I used to think it was Godot. I think it's Gadot. Oh. Yeah. That's probably very, like sounds very French. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. Okay. But that's that's my big thing is I think Vin has this amazing balance of incredible almost psychological or or uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um uh psychotic confidence. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yes, there, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yes. word. That special word. With a weird sense of self-awareness. Mm. And and that he's at the end of the day He's bowing yeah. to the gods of story, you know? That's what's making this shit connect with people. Damn. And like to a degree, Fast and Furious is the first real modern franchise and everyone's following in their wake. Mm. You know, he's the guy who starts to make a thing feel like a, an infinite ongoing saga yeah. before Marvel's really clicking mm. into that. Right. And he's also weaving that out of nothing. <laughs> He's not going off sort of 70 years hard. of comics. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Die Hard just starts to become like, oh, this same guy in the same position right. again. Every There's movie's like, a everyone reset. Everyone is fresh with right. this mm. one. Yeah. He's building this like fucking tapestry. People weaving in and out. Memories being lost and found. I feel like if we did play a version of Fuck, Marry, and Kill, you would just be fucking and marrying everything about him. Correct. Yeah, great. And that's sort of the game on that one. What I will say is, it's time to make our verdict. Okay. It's okay. time. It's judgment day. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm piping hot on the horn. I'm calling this up. Sorry, it's rapture time. It's time for the judgment. Sorry, <laughs> you got left behind. Your clothes evaporated on earth, and, and now you're naked in line in heaven. My clothes went. Oh, clothes, I'm, I'm. My body's in heaven. Yeah, but, but your clothes are. are so okay. you're all naked. Got Smoke it. rising from the clothes. Yeah, but it's, but it's also heaven rules. So there's no shame. So you don't really realize you're naked. But I. Think I that'd be fun. But I do. Okay. But I do. You can see me naked. And I'm looking at everybody naked. Are you shaming us? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's them's the heaven Don't rules. harass Andrew. I'm not harassing Andrew. I'm telling Andrew the truth. That's what's happening. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. And <laughs> Oh my god, Io, do you think Vin Diesel is an icon? I was Sorry, I was focusing on everybody being naked in line <laughs> in heaven. I have clothes on and he and he, anyways, you know what? It's tricky. It's tricky with Vin. Because also part of the question of an icon is, will he endure? Of course. And will he be able to, will this myth be shared by everyone? Especially once the franchise is ended. That's the question. And that's the question. And I would love for the answer to be yes, especially as I'm hearing this case. Yeah, it's an incredible case. One of the best we've ever been presented. It's one of the best cases. It truly is. But sometimes it's not about it's not about the case. Sometimes it's about the, the 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 wrongs of society. And I feel like we live in a time where people don't see this. People do see the rock. And maybe it's a stop. You're getting emotional. No, no, no I'm, I'm tearing up. But go. I'm going <laughs> to let you say what you have to say. It might not be what I want. It might not be what's right. But history belongs to the victor. Damn. And right now... You know what I mean? I think this also is an unfortunate reflection of our, what's happening politically in this country. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe we're not ready. 
maybe we'd like to think our country is better than what it is, but it's not. We live in a country of rocks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Andrew is like nodding along. Literally, what? It's like, mm. Mm, true. Can, can I ask you a question, though? I would love for you to ask me a question. But what that makes me wonder is tell me, is Rock winning the battle and will Vin win the war? You know? Will history okay. shine here's, kinder? Here's my. I would thing. I would love yeah. Fifty years from now, there's a little kid in their room. Well, that's that's the thing is like when you know when we when there are you know action film scholars, mm -hmm. they're not gonna think about the Rock. The Rock is telling people what he thinks they yeah. want to hear mm. right now. Vin Diesel, mm. that's not gonna age. Mm. Yeah, Vin Diesel, an artist. I think I, I actually think that Griffin's point is right, and like the Rock. I think The Rock is gonna, we're gonna get bored of it because there's no rain. No. He can do one thing. Yes. And it's like, he can do yeah. one thing and no. eventually we're all gonna be like, okay, like, what's the other what's thing? The other thing? We're not but, gonna see The Rock in a historical drama. No. We're not gonna see The Rock, and, and if he tries to, we'll all be like, what the fuck, is, I hate this. Right. I hate this. I don't, I don't wanna want see to see The Rock in the Civil War. And, that and at the end of the day, I think maybe like The Rock the Rock can be The Rock, but The Rock can't act. And mm -hmm. Vin Diesel can act. Yeah. And so I think if we're talking about enduring, there's a much stronger chance of Vin Diesel enduring than The Rock. Vin Diesel is able to transform characters and give Vin Diesel roles, but The Rock can only be The Rock. Yes, yes. yes. The Rock, you, you, when you see a movie, you want to see The Rock in this. Yes. You, Which makes him an icon, but also makes him so much a product of this specific moment. Go off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you, th it makes it harder to imagine him enduring because the culture has to stay it's gonna completely be like, insane. You know, it's yeah. like it's like Molly Ringwald is the '80s. Yeah, The Rock is wow. The 2010s. Because everything like, an artist does does not remain iconic. Wow. Some of their stuff endures. Some of it doesn't. It goes in cycles. Mm. You know, things mm. go in and out of vogue. When you're that limited in what you do, and I think this is the big question. Vin is in his fifties. Yeah. Vin is the same age as Paul Giamatti, which is a thing I like to say. That's all crazy. The time. <laughs> they were born a month apart. You need to stop saying it because it's making me. I will feel never stop saying it. I'll never stop saying Vin Buck. Physically confused. Vin Buck. Add me on Vin Drop Buck. the thoughts cleaner. Vin Buck. <laughs> but I think that the whispers are that he's done with Fast and Furious after 10, right? Mm -hmm. Nine coming out this year. He'll do one more. He wants to put a cap on it, mm -hmm. right? He's got Bloodshot. I hope they make eight Bloodshots. I hope we're living in a Bloodshot future. Yeah. Triple X, he bought back the rights. He'll make as many Riddicks as he can. But I also think there's a point where he's going to stop doing action movies or the tenor of his action movies are going to change. Yeah. yeah. They're going to become old man action movies. Uh, yeah, unless, I mean, but the physique, I'm thinking about Tom Cruise again. Who's yeah, like, well, Tom Cruise is a different... Yeah. I, I don't think Tom Cruise can be old man action in a different way than like anyone else. Yeah. Well, and, he sold his body to Scientology yes, and it worked. Correct. And it, it absolutely and it worked. worked. But the question is, when that goes away, what does Vin do? Mm. Vin's got a background. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's got a base yeah. of actual fucking skill. Whereas The Rock. Right. So I'm like, dude's already done a Sidney Lumet movie. He's directed his own indie things. He's got a short account. Like, he's got stuff he can go back to. Mm -hmm. I want to believe. And as frustrating as it is to see something like Vin giving himself to Ang Lee for Billy Lynn and that not working. I know. I think a lot about the tragedy of Billy Lynn. I think about I mean, it all the time. 
oh, we could be here it for was another he, hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But he made the move and he showed up yeah. and he did the fucking work. Yeah. And yeah. it didn't pan out. It didn't work in anyone's favor for but, reasons that were out of their control. But it means yeah. directors recognize he's yes. got a thing yes. there. And yes, he's, he's still willing like, to give himself over. He would do it again. He's, he would do it again. He would do it again. the thing. Because yeah. I saw this line. The itch is there. I saw this line where someone was talking about breaking down the calamity that is Robert Downey Jr.'s Doolittle. And they said, my major question is, mm. is Robert Downey Jr. at that point where he is just undirectable now? Whoa. And I mean, you spend that much time in Marvel. That's the thing. the guy. The guy. And you just go, certain actors get to a point where they become undirectable. I mean, Sherlock was the red flag. It was that. <laughs> yeah. It was Sherlock. And we're 10 years past that. Mm. So you're like, is it possible for someone to pull old Downey Jr. out of him? I don't know. But I have no doubt that someone could pull it out of him. Mm. Is he going to get the right parts? Is he going to get the right projects? Is he going to work with the right people? Who Who knows? knows? But he has it in him. And I think because he has that sensitive artist spirit, because he's such a dork, because he does things like the fucking last witch hunter, which is literally him going into Lionsgate and going, I've been doing this one Dungeons and Dragons campaign for over 30 years. It rips. Can you give me $20 million (laughs) to make a movie? This I guess... I, I think he has a as good a chance to remain an icon as any action star who very often tend to be very of the moment. Mm, but just such is the burden. And we've counted him out before. Hmm. We've counted his franchise out before. And he came back. He's come back many times. So, so what? Yeah, I'm going to say yes. And Griffin? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's done. I give two more years tops. Okay. And now. Yes, 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 yes. And yes, yes, yes. Well. The yeses have it. Vin Diesel, Diesel and, icon. And, icon. and Icon. Now, before we go, before we say goodbye, we're going to play a quick little game. Okay. Where we, vroom, vroom, we hop oh, in that car my and we ride game. into the sunset. This is my favorite. Now, Griffin, I'm going to give you a choice because you are a person who actually listens to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, and, and I feel, yes. And I think it would be a disservice to you to not let you play this game. Wow. Do you want to play? So do you want to play? I would love to play. And we let Andrew judge? E- or, or do you want or I, do you want me to judge? Ooh, what? I oh. won the last one, so I think I should Okay, judge. you get to judge. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, okay. and we are, sorry, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> we will be doing Billy Magnuson. Oh, wow. Oh, you know my ass is gonna lose again. <laughs> what is that? Not the look we shared earlier. No, no, it is. But okay. I'm just thinking, Griffin is smart. Okay. <laughs> okay, so do you? Thirty seconds on the clock. Thirty seconds on the clock. Who? Which one of you is gonna go first? Are you gonna flip a coin? I, I, Griffin. I feel like it's rude to make you go first. Okay. So once again, I throw myself <laughs> on the sword that is <sighs> our podcast. <laughs> And 30 seconds on the clock. Oh, wait. Vroom, vroom, by the way. 30 seconds to get someone who has never won an Oscar an Oscar with a movie pitch. It's a vehicle. Yes. It's a vehicle. Yes. Vroom, vroom. Do you get it? Uh-huh. Okay. I, are you ready? 30 seconds Your on 30 the clock. 30 seconds start now. Billy Magnuson in a transformative role. Opioids. Sorry. We got to go opioids again. He's an opioid addict who is in a very serious debt. Um and he has to seconds. pay back his debt. This fucking sucks. And he's got to pay. He's got to pay back his debt, but also apologizes to people. Fuck. I wish I didn't. You go got first. five seconds, man. Nah, I give it Ugh. up. I give it up. Goddamn. It was. You didn't believe in yourself at the end. I there. didn't. I really didn't at okay. all. I want to go again. Okay. Ugh. We'll let Griff go, and then we'll we'll circle back to you. We'll I want to say you- in advance. I'm gonna give you 
an EP credit on my pitch because I feel like I'm leapfrogging off of some of the things you said that really pinged for me this in your pitch. This is so, this sucks. No, I'm saying this is like a joint okay. pitch now. I'm bringing you into my project. All right, Griffin. You're wait, attached. Griffin, All right. Ready? ready? 30 okay. seconds, go. Okay, Billy Magnuson's addicted to Coke. It has to be Coke because he's high energy, right? I think it's like a dramatic night at the Roxbury. He's like a club kid. <laughs> Who's always told his parents that like he understands the club scene and and has like business moves. He could be an entrepreneur, but he's never actually done anything. Sure. He finally bonds with a sort of jaded club owner who's seconds. like lost his passion, played by Vin Diesel, who will get supporting actor for this. Okay. Who recognizes this kid's vision okay. and tries to help him develop a club and also get him sober at the same time. Okay. Thirty seconds, right on the dot. Okay. Io, do you want to go again? I will, ah! But I'm saying also, whether or not you go again, you're in on my project, you're an EP, Thank no you. question. Thank you, Griffin. No question. All EPs Thank you, win Griffin. Best Picture, so EP, you know. That's true, yeah. I still could win an Oscar. Okay, should I try one more? Yeah. Maybe. Okay, this Ready? is, I'm so anxious right now. I just haven't <laughs> been this anxious in a very long time. I just, I just am like, okay, okay, okay. Ready? Yes. Three, two, one, go. Billy Magnuson. 80s, still past, want to see that hair, want to see that boy hmm. in a shiny vehicle. He is a rookie cop. Oh, and he yeah. teams up with an older cop mm -hmm. played by maybe in a shocking turn, like a Richard E. Grant type, Love somebody it. like a okay. little bit jaded, <laughs> but it. still with a bit yeah, 10 of, seconds left. they team together to uh, try to crush a drug ring, but Billy ends up getting involved. Oh, yes. Great. Okay. I love both of those movies. I think <laughs> also my favorite tough Hollywood producer. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I liked that. Okay. I think um, the key takeaway here is if Billy wants to win an Oscar, he's got to be doing drugs. He's oh, got to be doing drugs, and he's got kind of want to see him in the past. Yes. I want to see him doing drugs I think in the that's past. A really okay. good call. And I'm glad that we came here, and I'm yeah. gonna honestly. They're shaking hands. Um, you're AP on my project. I'm EP no, on your project. No, you're AP on my project. Great. Perfect. Yeah. God, which one is gonna win? I think... Um, Damn, Hollywood really is all about collaboration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I it's, am... It's all about who you know. Yes. I think he could win for both, is yes. what I'll say. I'm yeah. going to give the slight edge to Io because Oscars love, like, cops and, so. like, drug use. Yeah. I think and my it's, maybe, like, a good man who's gone bad. Yours is a bad guy who's trying to get better. I think better. my movie maybe skewed a little too spirits. It's, yeah. I think it's that's, really spirits. It's really yeah. spirits. Yeah. Very spirits. It would kill in the tent. And yes. We clean up on Saturday. It's 4 p.m. We're not even nominated on Sunday. Twitter is mad at me. Twitter is mad at me. And Twitter is like, why did they forget about this movie yeah but it but it's embarrassment of riches yeah and it's a good year for billy it's, it's a, a great, great year for billy, billy. <laughs> billy magnuson's long oscar walk thank oh. you yeah. and yeah. a great year for billy and an even better hour and a half for us yeah. griffin thank you so so Such much a pleasure. for coming Honor. on Such we're a fan. so happy this we're, was insane thrilling your brain is too big <laughs> well i only on the subject of it <laughs> Um, I, I'll say I'll say please. one last anecdote. Yes, uh, because dating me uh, usually entails hearing all of this on a pretty Love regular it. basis. Okay, right. are you listening? <laughs> so my my ex girlfriend, uh, we were watching the Fast and Furious movies together, and then I was also trying to explain to her why I like Guns and Roses, even though both seem anomalous with my personality. Uh, in a way, but also a lot of things are making sense. And then she said to me, she went, oh, I totally get it. You like both of these things because they're like parodies of masculinity. And that? Is that on We'll that? just let that sit. <laughs> and I, I think Vin that. knows it and Axel doesn't. Mm. Axel doesn't. See, that's a whole other hour also, we could get into. Can we talk about the masculinity of biracial men who look white? Well. <sighs> I mean, there's, 
We can't we- get to race theory. Sorry, but oh. we're setting up a future episode. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll have Griffin back. We'll do part two. We'll part do Axel two. Rose. Part two on Axel Rose. Listen, if the people want it, they'll get it. Demand yeah. it. Tweet, tweet at us also, if you want it. We're the people. Yeah. <laughs> it's you okay. and I making these decisions. Griffin, what are you plugging? Uh, blank, blank check, check with Griffin and David. My oh. podcast with David Sims from The Atlantic, where we talk about directors. Uh, and not not whether or not they'll stand on the test of time, but mm. we go through their career and their filmographies. And we recently did Jonathan Demi and the two of you on for uh, Rachel Getting Married. It was a great episode. I think our podcasts are, can I say? Spiritually siblings, I think siblings so. yes. I think so. For sure. I did, when, I, when I heard the show, I immediately went to Dave and I said, we have to have I own Olivia on because they're kind of doing what we do with, uh, with icons. Oh, come on, <sighs> guy. Come on. I mean it. I mean yeah. it. It's a great show. Um, yeah, I'm I'm show. proud that you were on our show. I'm proud to be on this show. Oh, thank you. Um, we gotta get likewise. David. We gotta get David. In the yeah, we gotta yeah. get David. In the David place. wants to do Colin Farrell. I was gonna guess. Guy can go off on Colin. I'll tell you that much. I he will... sent me a picture of him on Kimmel like this week yeah. where he is puffy because yeah. he's getting ready to Penguin. I know. I yeah. saw him on Kimmel and I went, dude's getting ready. I know. Well, I, he um, we live near each other in Los Angeles. Really? Yeah, and he will often read outside in coffee shops, and I and I'm always impressed. I think oh, this guy's reading. Well, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Rate, review, subscribe. Five stars only. Don't be mean, and we will talk to you later. <laughs> and don't share it illegally on LimeWire or the dark web, of course, because I'm on there sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like it. <laughs> and I don't like seeing that. Okay, bye, guys. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.